How do I make sure that I have a successful interview? How do I make sure that I know whether the candidate's qualified or not? How do I make sure that I, I feel good about this hire that I'm making? Hey, hey, welcome back. Another episode of More Than Marketing here. Uh, today's awesome because I get to talk to Luke Gracie. Oh, man, what's up? Happy Luke? to be here. Yes, awesome. Um, Luke is uh, our director of marketing services. He's one of our most tenured folks. And today we're talking about uh, recruiting, recruiting for digital marketing talent. Is that right? Right. Right. And so I know, Luke, you've been here for, I don't even know, what, eight years now, seven, eight years, it doesn't matter. Like, you've seen a lot of digital marketing talent um, through our academy and through, you know, hiring. You've also helped clients hire digital marketing. Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest things that... I feel like is a good value add from us is yeah. we'll help you interview for any sort of digital marketing hires that you're trying to make. Yeah. And that kind of leads nicely into, you know, what, what I want to talk about is how to hire digital marketers without getting burned. Yes. And the reason we offer clients that assistance is because it can be easy to get burned. Yeah. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen. Um, there's horror stories, uh, and you've seen it happen. And, you know, if you're going to be working with that client, you're going to want someone on the other end who, you know, knows their stuff and is not just kind of going to give you the runaround. And also it's for the client. The client wants to um, you know, make the best hire. Right, exactly. And a lot of times CMOs, VPs of marketing, um, people that, that have good experience with marketing have mm -hmm. been done, doing it for a long time yeah. but haven't necessarily sat in the digital marketing scene, yeah. have a little bit of, of trouble figuring out the right questions to ask. And it's very easy to kind of pull the wool over their eyes yeah. by throwing out what I call the, the alphabet soup alphabet of digital marketing. Soup, I so, love it. You know, oh yeah, you know, I do SEO and CRO and I have all these PPC wins yeah. and, you know, I'm in GA all the time finding yeah. data. And, you hear stuff like that and you think, yeah. okay, this person knows what they're talking about. They know their stuff. Right. Um, but really, you just need to read a couple blog posts to be able to go into an interview and say that. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you've done it or that you've posted wins or that you have experience there. Yeah. There's all these certifications that people ask for. Right. Oh, are you Google Ads certified? Are you right. Google Analytics certified? Right. You can get those certifications without working in any of those platforms right. at all. Yeah, In fact, you can just sit there and Google the answers Google the and answers. get 100% on all the right. exams. Right, yeah, exactly. And that's very unfortunate um, because I do like those exams, for instance, uh, because they are actually pretty tough if you if you don't do the Googling of like, the yeah. answers, right? Um, so, and yeah, you're right. I see these on resumes. I don't know if you guys have seen this where um, on the resume it's like the alphabet soup, right? Uh, SEO, PPC, increase. Oh, here's, here's a good one. Uh, increased uh whatever traffic by 500 percent or uh decreased cpa or cpl by you know whatever percent you know right and uh first off if you ever see cpa or cpl decrease by more than 100 percent not possible it's not possible what you got leads for negative right we're getting leads for a dollar and we decreased it by 120 percent so you're getting paid for leads now, <laughs> right? So there's, you know, flag number one. Um, but like, the, so the resume, talk to me about the resume. You've seen this in the resume. 
So right. a, a lot of things on a resume can be all relative. Too. Yeah. So if and you're increasing or dis decreasing things by percents, but you're not giving the the absolute values, yeah. then that may throw up some flags, and that might be something you want to poke into a little bit more. Okay, you decrease the CPA by 50%. What did it start at? How much were you paying for clicks? And, you know, those can be questions that maybe you're not, you know, maybe you don't know to ask. Yeah. And that's um, okay. And, and that's okay. But there's, there's ways to figure out what to ask. And that's, you know, what we want to go through today. We've got yeah. six quick tips that will help you figure out Hey, what? How do I make sure that I have a successful interview? Mm -hmm. How do I make sure that I know whether the candidate's qualified or not? How do I make sure that I, I feel good about this hire that I'm making, and I'm not just getting confused or false confidence in a bunch of technical terms getting thrown at me? Yep. Yeah. So let's let's jump into that. Um, before we do, real quick, I want to talk about sourcing candidates a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, there are. Um, Headhunters out there. So look, if you wanna if you wanna work with a headhunter, there are headhunters out there. Uh, profiles, careerprofiles.com. They specialize in in, in digital marketers and, and creative talent. Uh, there are other ones out there as well, but careerprofiles.com um, is is a good one. Uh, and and a recruiter is gonna help you. A headhunter is gonna help you uh, do some of the screening and and uh, upfront work and and even help you with some questions to ask. Uh, if you don't want to use one, we've uh, found success with uh, all the major job boards. Uh, indeed, you're going to get more volume, but you may not get a, as good of uh, quality. Um, believe it or not, Glassdoor is is providing some volume and some good candidates, and then LinkedIn uh, the same. So less volume from LinkedIn, but generally a better candidate. Candidate, generally speaking. Um, so just want to throw that out there uh, to to kind of touch on that sourcing piece but now mm -hmm. let's hit those tips that, that you uh, put together because they're really good and this is now when you have the candidate um, how to interview them right right or what to do in the interview right so my, my number one tip and, th and this is one I, that I like to offer different clients this service too is if you don't feel comfortable hiring or interviewing yourself for a digital marketing position find yourself a partner that does because they are the ones that are going to know what questions to ask to be able to say, hey, you know, they're using all these terms, but they're using them wrong, which indicates that they don't really know what they're talking about. Or, you know, they're touting wins that are relative values, but you don't know actually what they are or not, and they're not giving any justification. So find yourself a partner. That can be someone else that you know in the space. That can be your agency. Um, it could be, it could a, be a, some a coworker. A coworker. It could be exactly. a coworker. Just you know, if you don't feel comfortable, and I say either way. I mean, you're never. I mean, hopefully you're not interviewing and just having one person interview. Um, you're gonna want a second opinion one way or another. And what I think Luke, you're saying here is find someone who um, either has a deeper digital experience than you do or find someone who's got like maybe a different perspective on digital than you do. Yeah. Um, one way or another, you want kind of a different perspective um, to, to help you, to help you in the interview. Basically yeah. they may see things you don't, they may ask questions uh, you may not think to ask for one reason or another. Exactly. So, tip number one, find a partner 
to help you out. Yep. Cool. Uh, tip number two, uh, use sample assignments. And sample assignments are good because they allow you to actually see how somebody thinks and the work that they do. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if pay the person for it if you feel like they're yeah. – they're, you know, you want to keep moving in that that interview stage. It's okay to compensate them for it. Yeah. that couple hundred dollars you give them for that sample assignment is going to maybe get some of your work accomplished, and also it's going to make sure that you're not making a more costly hiring mistake down the road. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah. don't know how to come up with those assignments, you can actually Google it, and there's a lot of good sample assignments to give to digital marketing. Um, prospects that you're trying to, to hire oh. and also if you don't want to do that lean on that partner that you have and say hey what kind of things would you put into an assignment we use these all the time at web mechanics and uh, we use them especially when hiring new uh, google ads professionals and it, it shows us how they think and how they analyze data and it takes them not too long to fill out and takes us 13 seconds to read and say this person knows what they're talking about or no they don't and and then it's it's great for relativity you know say we're looking at five different people um and they all did the same exact sample assignment it gives us that you know kind of apples to apples comparison right they all have the mm-hmm. same exact data the same amount of time right and and so we can look at those sample assignments and and get a pretty good read on what we're, you know, what the, what the skills portion is. And other factors too, like how much effort they put into it. Oh, that's a good point. Are, are there, you know, blatant grammar and spelling mistakes? Are, you know, is it formatted nicely? It'll be an indicator of the type of person that, that you're hiring. That's a great point. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So you'll get the skills and you'll get the, you know, how much effort do they put in, which is kind of similar to like, uh, if you come to an interview, you were saying this before we started, if you come to an interview, like dress like a schlub, you know, that's different than if you come, you know, professionally dressed, right? Yeah, it's, it's first impression. First that impression. That saying comes from somewhere. <laughs> same, exactly. It's the same idea with the sample assignment. Um, and on the sample assignment, before we go to tip number three, I uh, look, you know, consider your own company as as the, um, as the use case, right? Hey, mm-hmm. what would you do for us? Um, or here's this specific thing, challenge we're having. How would you solve it, right? So... That's an easy way to, to jump in, or to create a sample of time. Yeah, exactly. Give me number three. Uh, tip number three, ask specific questions and don't be afraid to play dumb. So uh, I'll do this during interviews sometimes. Someone will say, oh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm a master in, in SEM. And I go, SEM, that, that, that's when you try and rank number one on the, on the free listings on Google, right? And they'll say, yes, yes, that's exactly it. And say, okay, you know, that's SEO. I'm going yeah, to put a little mark that they're they're trying to pull the wool over my eyes yeah. on that. And, and that's a um, confusing one, by the way. SEM yeah. stands for search engine marketing. Like, it I, could be, I, am, yeah. I am mad at that one because it's like, I mean, you you know this. Being right? in the industry, you if know If you're in the industry, exactly. If you're in the industry, you know that SEM is, search engine marketing, sure, is what it stands for, but it's, specifically advertising on search networks like Google, Yahoo, Bing, right? Um, and and SEO you, is yeah. is ranking for the organic listings. So that's a good example. It's a, you know. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't know, like, to, it doesn't have to be a bait and trap thing. Yeah. Another thing I like to do is just say, 
Hey, can you explain that to me in, in layman's terms? I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about there. And if yes, they can't do that, then that typically means they don't know what they're talking about either. But yeah. um, a, a good digital marketer will be able to explain, you know, they'll be able to use the, the terminology, but they'll be able to explain it to you in a, in a way that anyone can understand when, when asked to. Yeah, like a more simple, like a, um, they'll be able to simplify it. Mm -hmm. Right. They'll be able to simplify the concept uh, or they'll be able to make an analogy or a metaphor that that should help. Uh, I think something you might be able to ask uh, in your next interview is explain it to me like uh, I'm a client who doesn't know the details, you know. Right. Not to say like all the clients don't know the details. They, many of them do. But if they don't explain it to me like that. And mm -hmm. hopefully they're they're using analogies or they're or they're simplifying and they're you know, yeah, and that that's highly relevant for agencies. Yeah. If you're doing an in-house hire, then explain it to me in a way that I can take this up and and show it to, explain to my it CEO. Like, explain it like the CEO sitting here or the board of directors are sitting here. Right. They don't know the details of digital marketing. Like explain it to me. Like explain it. Pretend I'm them. Yeah, it's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Number four. Uh, number four, check references. So this can be, um, there can be layers to this, uh, especially depending on how big your HR department is and everything. Yeah. I know there's the, hey, we need to make sure that person worked at the places during the time frames that they employment said they did. Employment verification. You know, that employment verification yeah. thing. But I, I think if you are going to ultimately be the manager of somebody, you owe it to yourself to yeah. call those organizations too and, and see if they would hire that person back again yeah or see if there was anything that they that really stood out to them um about that candidate or yeah. or that was a problem with that candidate yeah. and i don't think that really happens enough and yeah. there's there's always two sides to every story so you have to take some of it with a grain of salt but if you call three previous employers and they all have the same complaints then it's likely not always the employer's fault. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Obviously, there are some uh, HR lines that we can't uh, step on here, but, I mean, I get asked, hey, are they eligible for re-employment? Re uh, and, and, and then also, you know, if not, why not? You know, so I, yeah. I don't want to step on You have on to be HR. careful what you ask. Yeah. But... Go to your Oftentimes, HR. Oftentimes, people will, will tell you. Go to your HR department for this yeah. one, but, but definitely... Just calling them and, and, you know, is the person exuberant about giving a reference for this person? Or are they just kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know? Um, you know, there's a lot you can, there's a lot you can glean if you actually make those reference check calls, you know? You learn, and you can learn stuff about the candidate that, that they don't know, because there's a different perspective that they don't know about themselves. We just did this in one of our hires, and we learned something from the reference check, and then we, we uh, asked her about it, and she went into this, uh, you know, into into more detail, and it was something we, we didn't know that about you, and that makes us want you even more. You know, and yeah. and now the the opportunity is even stronger. So, so yeah, can go both ways, right? All right, so all right, so we've uh, just to kind of recap real quick, uh, we found a partner. We know someone who's going, someone who's going to help us get a different perspective. We're going to give them a sample assignment, so we're comparing candidates apples to apples. We have comps, right? Uh, compared comparatives um we are 
um, asking specific questions, but we're also you know playing dumb here or there and and asking them to uh, give us explain it. Uh, simple term. Yeah, how about explain it to me like I'm five? There's a there's a Reddit uh, thing for that, right? Uh, e L I five. Explain it like five. Whatever, whatever it is, y'all know what it is, or you don't. I don't know. <laughs> and then four, we're checking the references, right? And then um, what's number five? Number five is, and and maybe this should really be number one. <laughs> is hey, yeah. Know what you're hiring for. Yeah. So. There, there's kind of this impression out there that, hey, this person is maybe young coming out of college, they're on social media, so that means that that person can then in turn do all my web development, <laughs> write all of our content and come yeah. up with a strategy there, do SEO, also plan some conversion rate optimization test on yeah. the site, right. run our Google, Google ads, run our display ads, um, come up with our branding, and, not, and and that's a big ass. That's a yeah. That's the purple squirrel in the recruiting. Yeah, world, the unicorn, the purple squirrel, um, right? And so you should be, you should have an idea of of who you really want to hire and what role they should play mm -hmm. before you start interviewing. Yeah. Because if you need a uh, content strategy, then that plays very well with SEO. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to spread awareness then that plant that that can play very well with display advertising so there's different things that you're trying to accomplish and different people can help to accomplish them yeah. and the, the the very best um hires you can make are people that know how to sit in their zone but they also know how to leverage resources in other zones so the you know the content strategist seo who has some good agency connections to help get um, your development done right. or right. to get your ad campaigns launched. Yeah. Those people can be very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Because they come with like, yeah, they come with ref references or uh, they know what they're good at and, and what they're also not good at. Um, and then, yeah, so be specific. You are, I see what you're saying, number one, because this is the first thing you need to do is understand who it is you're looking for, um, what are their skills, and and why is that applicable to your situation now? Um, and I want to touch on this, like, back to the resume, like, people are like, yeah, I have HTML and CSS experience. It's like, okay, you might, you know, maybe you did some MySpace stuff, but web technology's come a long way since then, right? Mm -hmm. And now there is... You know, um, in CSS, there's uh, SAS, S-A-S-S, -S, and it's like HTML, there is always, uh, or typically now is with a content management system, there's like template files. So you got to be really careful with someone's like, yeah, I know some HTML, like I can kind of... I know HTML and I will never build a website. Yeah. yeah. Don't... Yeah. You wouldn't want me to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know some HTML, like, if I really had to, but that's not my strong suit. Like, you want someone who knows what they're really good at, and that's aligned to what you're looking for. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That can be really hard, too, in the uh, marketing tech, if you're looking for, like, marketing, MarTech Ops or, you know, that kind of. Yeah. That Hiring that kind of person can be even more challenging because... Yeah. That introduces a whole new set of bu buzzwords. So yeah, 
going back to the partners, you should think about who can can help out with that. That that might be, hey, let's bring one of our developer contacts onto a call with us yeah. to figure that out. Yeah, um, yeah, and like right. Salesforce admin, that's one that that can yeah. be a challenge too. Yeah, that's a fun one, right? Any barking offs, and then it's like, oh yeah, I have you know uh, ten years of HubSpot experience. Well, HubSpot's been around for thirteen years, so and it's changed a lot since then. So when's the last time you used it, right? When's the last mm -hmm. time you were in the platform? If it was seven years ago, it doesn't look the same, you know? So it's like little details like that, that, that you want to be careful not to get burned on, you know? That's, yeah. yeah. So, and the purple unicorns, they um, are the purple squirrels. I don't know. Do you think a purple squirrel exists? Like, they're rare. They're rare. Yes. Yeah. If they exist, they're very rare. And they probably cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. And do you want one person wearing that many hats? Probably not. Probably the other question. Yeah. Because they're not going to be able to do any of it well, even if they are capable of doing all of it. That's exactly right. Yeah. So you want someone who, you know, knows what they know, knows what they're great at, and can work with other people. That's the other piece to, 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 to that is they can, we're kind of going on a tangent, but, you know, skills is one thing, but also communication is another thing. I think... I think no matter what you do in any job, really, but in, in digital marketing, you're working with other skill sets. You're working with an agency or uh, a vendor or a partner, or you're working with your boss, right? Or you're working with uh, people under you, right? Or, or next to your colleagues. And so you have to be able to communicate. You have to be empathetic to the other person's role, uh, what they need to accomplish their job and, mm -hmm. and do it well. Um, and so that's like the soft skills that we, we didn't even talk about, but that's, that's the other thing, the soft skills. I think that leads into number six pretty well. Yeah, right. but it's a, it's a more wishy-washy way of, of saying it, but uh, trust your gut. Yeah. So you may get, you may, you may have a very good feeling about a candidate yeah. and then, you know, that, that can lead you down one direction. But if you have a bad feeling, yeah, then to me, it, it makes sense to just kind of, sever that that tie because if you have a bad feeling during the interview but you you make the hire anyway i that that's going to bleed into the working relationship and you're always going to question whether or not you made the right hire or not yeah. so you should only hire people that you have a good feeling about if there's anything uncertain it you know it's fair to bring it up to the to the candidate yeah. and and maybe they can change your uh impression yeah. but if that still lingering bad feeling is there, don't don't move forward. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. it's not really fair to either party either. That's it comes right. Down to it. That's right. And so that goes for the skills piece, or uh, the hard skills, or the soft skills. If you don't, you know, if maybe culturally you don't know if they'll fit, or you don't, you don't think that they'll fit, that's probably a very good reason to, you know, something to bring up or, mm -hmm. or otherwise um, disqualify. On you know, it's fair. And, and as far as the soft skills go, I, I read a good LinkedIn article, a Gary V article, mm -hmm. which, you know, I, some of his stuff's really yeah, good. Some yeah. of it's kind of out there. You Take know, what's good and leave um, the rest. But he, he made a good point. He said emotional intelligence is going to be one of the mm -hmm. most important hiring factors mm -hmm. in, the, in the coming years because, mm -hmm. you know, as software and machine learning takes over more and more aspects of different 
careers, then when it, when it comes down to it, it's who are the people that can communicate effectively? Who are the yeah. people that can put themselves in other people's shoes in order yes. to get them to, to take action on things? Who are the ones that are going to provide that dependability and, you know, make your company a joy for other people to work at? So that, that emotional intelligence thing, that, that is important. Um, and that's something else you can see in the digital marketing world sometimes too, which is the very skilled, been in it for a long time, kind of cocky digital marketer that, you know, isn't willing to step onto the front lines and roll up their sleeves and get the work done. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Gotta be, gotta be careful for that. That's exactly right. We've seen it. Unfortunately, time and time again, it exists. So the whole point of this podcast is to help you, uh, in recruiting digital marketing talent. So kind of showing, telling them what we've seen and, and, uh, and what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So cool. So, uh, I'm good if you're good. I'm good. I hope this is helpful for everyone. I think I, it's. I think it'll be very helpful. Um, we'll we'll pare it down and make a, a blog post. Actually, I'll say I'll say this too. Um, if if anyone wants uh, like our sample assignment, we'll give it to you. Just ask. Just reach out and ask. Um, it it covers like you know writing a headline for uh, a landing page. It covers like email subject lines, um, uh, analyzing paid. Uh, media, uh, data, um, what else? Not doesn't cover SEO. It does cover, but it covers covers a good broad spectrum of digital marketing. And again, it's that it's a great way to get get comps, apples to apple comps. Right. So if you know anyone, if you're hiring, hopefully this helps you. If you know anyone who's hiring digital marketing talent, share this podcast with them. Um, and otherwise, like, share. And say hi to Luke in the comments. Cool? Thanks, y'all. See you next time. Thanks.